The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. It's time to face the music. It's your day in court with a people's lawyer, Bruce Hagan, and attorney Ray Giudice. This is your day in court with Bruce Hagan, Ray Giudice. Bruce out today, so it'll just be me and Ray bouncing this thing around. But we always start with how to get a hold of Ray and Bruce in case you do need their services. Let me tell you, at some point, you will. It may be something simple, maybe something serious, but at some point you'll find yourself in some sort of legal position that you will need expert advice, and I advise you to either reach out to Bruce Hagen or Ray Judice. Ray, let's start with you. How do we get a hold of you? Sure. Thanks, Tug. Ray Judice, 404-964-4185. I just gave you my cell number, not my office number, okay? Which a lot of people would be like, well, why in the world would he do that? You know, I did a LinkedIn thing for 680 The Fan with Nick, and we talked about marketing and brand. And when I got out of Emory Law School in 1985, a business card was about all the marketing you got to do. And I realized that if I wanted to separate myself from the nine to fivers who have a secretary and a paralegal and only answer the phone during the daylight hours, that I needed to be accessible. And the cell phone has allowed that to happen. And, you know, sometimes folks wake me up at three o'clock in the morning. and uh, But that's when I'm the most helpful. And that's when I can do a good service for the client. Well, that's because you'd be the only one to answer I'd your be phone. About the only at one. three a.m. in the morning. <laughs> but expert advice, no doubt about it. If you have questions about your legal situation, reach out to Ray Judice, or you can reach out to Bruce Hagen. He uh, handles personal injury claims. You can reach out to him at Hagen-Law.com. You can get a free initial consultation at 404-224-9432. And I just noticed because Bruce is an avid bicyclist and uh, he actually has a uh, bike law division in his office. But right there on the front, look at this guy. I mean, he looks like he's in the Tour de France. He, he's ripped. He's ripped. <laughs> he's looking good out there. The people's lawyer, always fighting for the most vulnerable on Atlanta's busy roads. And he looks good in those spandex He shorts, does. I wouldn't he? look that good. No. I wouldn't look that good. Hagen-law.com. All right, I want to start with Richard Sherman. He is a uh, football player that got himself in some hot water. He is in custody or was in custody after he was arrested at his in-law's house the wife had to call 911, and we'll get to some of that, too, because there was a now looking back, there's people that are picking apart the 911 operator. And sometimes I find that to be just looking for something to pick at, but we'll get to that, too. But he's facing several charges, including one of suspicion of burglary, domestic violence, and uh, he was arrested at his wife's parents' house in Redmond, Washington. Big football player going after his wife. Domestic violence is serious. He was holding the line in the beginning. Now he's starting to maybe accept that some of the things that he did was in the wrong. But not only that, that uh, he may need some help because he's even said he started talking about mental health and the aspects of that when it comes to his life and other people's lives. How do you see this? What What do you think actually happened? Just a couple things up front. Uh, first of all, he is a well-educated young man. Okay, to Stanford, Went to right? Stanford University. Uh, if you've ever heard him speak, whether you agree with him or not, very articulate, no smart question. guy. I believe he's got at least one Super Bowl ring with the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. 
And I believe he was without a contract. He's about an 11-year pro. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do I think somebody would have picked him up? Probably. The sports talk guys over here would have a better opinion. But he might have had a little more football in him uh, for a lot of money, uh, which is what those guys get paid. But um, so, again, and let's also say this. He stands accused. Right now. But not convicted. That's right. He has every presumption of innocence. If you've ever seen the Lady of Justice on the scales, that shroud that she is wearing is not a cocktail dress. Mm -hmm. That's the shroud of innocence that protects her, her Mm -hmm. presumption of innocence. I don't think many people know that. That's right. And that's and the lady she's also blindfolded, right? So that she can keep the scales balanced. That's right. Okay. If you see that model. So so that's that's where we're at. Uh, now, is there some some evidence that uh, Mr. Sherman may have violated some of the laws? And there, and I think there is. So let's talk about it. Seems like there was obviously a family dispute going on at a very serious contested level, perhaps between Mr. Sherman and his wife and involving her parents, i.e. his, his in-laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an accusation that he had been drinking earlier in the day and that he crashed his car against a barrier wall on the highway going towards this home. He, he then went on foot. There is ring video of him pounding on the door. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that door, whoever makes that door, they ought to use that in their Seriously, commercial, man, because it withstood a beating by a, 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 pro a, a, a pro football player, an agitated pro yes, football right. player. Now, the burglary charge is over overdone. Why do you uh, think they put it in there, then? Well, you know, let me just define burglary okay, first. please. Uh, burglary is defined in most states as an unlawful breaking into by force of a dwelling or a storage unit. It could be a commercial unit. It doesn't have to be a house. It could be an office. Generally, where there's something done, you know, the door is kicked in, the window is open, they're jimmied. It doesn't have to be, but that's generally what we're looking at with an effort to then commit a felony, a crime, inside of that property okay so to commit a felony we're in there in which generally means you're going to steal some stuff right okay? yeah which uh, doesn't seem like that was his no intent. exactly right and he never actually entered the property now did he enter the what I, we call the curtilage what is the curtilage the curtilage of any property is from the curb mm-hmm. the border the boundary back okay so yes he stepped on the property but he did not enter the home so i think the burglary charge was overcharged it was more of an attempted burglary and again mm-hmm. i don't think he was trying to steal things he may have been trying to harm somebody yeah. so so he's got some problems but that charge has been downgraded to the criminal trespass meaning trespassing on the property not welcomed well not welcomed told to leave and with the intent of perhaps committing a crime he probably damaged the door a little bit okay so presumption of innocence we don't know what's going on inside the family now why is this domestic violence most folks when they hear domestic violence they take a flashback to uh the honeymooners where uh, jackie gleason was threatened he's gonna send alice to the moon uh that means you're gonna hit your wife and you're gonna knock her up to the moon that used to be funny for some reason 50 years ago it's not funny now uh, but but that's what we tend to think of. And that we have a broader definition of domestic violence. It can be a domestic partnership. It doesn't have to be lawful marriage as, mm-hmm. as we have defined it for centuries. Uh, it doesn't have to be your most important person in your domestic world. It could be a stepson, a, a cousin, a third cousin, father-in-law, by yeah, way see, of and example. And that's interesting because I don't think people realize that. They typically think between man and wife or right. whatever the, the – the partnership right is. And, and that is generally the case mm-hmm. but in this case uh we've got 
more likely the alleged victim in the domestic act of domestic violence was looking like it was going to be the father-in-law mm-hmm. who appears to be trying to protect the family inside the of home, course. okay, from a larger dispute uh, that we're not sure what is about. So, so that's what we've got. Looks like he's got a DUI charge, a traffic accident charge. I believe that there is a blood sample out there. Right. The uh, Washington State Police got a warrant to get a blood sample. And that's they took correct. blood. So we're going to have a reading. Uh, we're going to have a mostly definitive answer as to what was in what, if anything or nothing, was in Mr. Sherman's bloodstream at about the time of this incident. Now, again, I say uh, blood tests can tell you who your parents are. They can tell you what your blood type is. They can do a, tell a lot of information and they can tell with reasonable accuracy how much alcohol, drugs, prescription, illegal. And again, not saying Mr. Sherman had any of those items or combination thereof. And that may inure to his defense when he can hold up that blood test and say, Mm-mm. all I had in there was my Centrum vitamin and, and you know, mm-hmm. and too much coffee. Yeah. OK, so so we'll see what happens. Um, the he is already, as you stated, and I think, look, cl- people who are charged with crimes, especially allegations of family domestic violence, there's more to it than this one incident. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Again, to circle back to a well-educated man who's made plenty of money, who's been in all kind. I mean, he's been in the Super Bowl, man. Yeah. He's been under stress. I'm sure there was family stress while he was going to training camp. I mean, you know, he's an adult. He's been through some stuff. Obviously, this incident is, if not the tip of the iceberg, it's a good piece of the iceberg, no okay? Kidding. yeah. You know, even the Titanic captain could have seen this one coming. Sure, right? sure, okay? sure. So obviously things are led up to this. We need to find out what's going on there. And and he's going through what a lot of clients go through, especially basically good people. And, and I think we should say for the record that uh, while many athletes who are in trouble have had prior incidents, I don't believe Mr. Sherman's had anything. I've never heard him in any bad light or accused of uh, running with the wrong crowd or a posse or anything like that. So here's a guy for his first time in his life has been handcuffed. He had to spend a little extra time in jail than a lot of folks because on domestic violence cases, while there is going to be a bail bond, even if it's a signature bond, which is fine, there are going to be conditions of bond that the judge must put the defendant personally served notice of meaning stay away from the residence at 1313 Mockingbird Lane mm-hmm. stay away from Mrs. Sherman stay away from her family don't ha- don't you know hassle them stalk them call them interfere with them stay out of trouble let them be and because under Georgia law if you are charged with a misdemeanor domestic violence case and you get that stay away warning and you violate it the act of the violation and it could be something as simple as a text message at two o'clock in the morning. Hey, I'm really sorry. Let's try to make it. Let make up. I still love you. A dozen roses. Knock, knock, knock. Telegram from your ex-husband. Or I mean, that becomes a yeah, felony. That becomes a felony stalking with no bond. Okay. Wow. So you know the judge has to put you on notice that even if you do something that insignificant. I'm hauling you back in here, and you're going to get dressed out and, and go to G-pop. That's right, until your case comes up. So I overdo that when I have clients that are accused of domestic violence, and I make them understand that even something innocent, and it could be a third party. I could have my sister who, who loves my, you know, my estranged wife or girlfriend, and they're buddies, and they go shopping together, and I say, hey, sis, would you just reach out to her and let her know I still care? 
that can also be a felony stalking. Well, Not from wow. the sister, but from me. But from, yeah, no direct of, or what, indirect interference and contact. Okay? All right. So when we come back, I want to figure out your opinion on where this case goes, mm-hmm. how it ends up, and even if he could get a DUI, if he is found to have had alcohol in his system, he drove there, right? There's already the, the accident part of it. Could he be charged later with a DUI? Which I have a feeling I know the answer, but we'll get the answer from the expert Ray Judice here on your day in court with Bruce Hagan and Ray Judice next on Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. This is your day in court with Bruce Hagan and Ray Judice on Extra 1063. Welcome back. This is your day in court with Bruce Hagan and Ray Judice. Bruce on vacation today. We're going to get to the ruling about Indiana University. They were sued by some students who didn't want to take the COVID-19 vaccine. We'll give you the information, the details on that case and how that might fly here in Georgia. What would it look like if it happened here at the University of Georgia? Before we get there, I want to finish up on Richard Sherman. His day in court, what will that look like? But uh, I left off with one question. They did draw blood from Sherman. They know there was a car that he drove to the scene. Um, If he had alcohol in his system and it was over the limit, could they go back and then charge him also after the fact with a DUI? Well, I believe he has been charged with the DUI. Oh, it already has. The issue becomes how do they prove it? How do they prove it? Got it. So it's a circumstantial evidence case. In other words, he's not behind the wheel of the car when the officer gets there. The officer didn't see the vehicle move on the highways. So they've got to reverse engineer it. Okay. So we have a car that is Mr. Sherman's car. Let's assume it is. Mm -hmm. I believe so. We have uh, uh, no driver and vehicles wrecked. And then we have Mr. Sherman a short distance away, and then we have a blood test. Okay, Plausi- plausible that, yeah, that, that could have happened. Sort of the chain of evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he appear and sound that he may have been consuming some substances? It's possible. It's equally possible that's just anger. Okay, mm-hmm, sure. but it could be a mixture of. So sure, if I want to prove in a court of law that a man walked across the snowfield, I can do it two ways. I can have witnesses say, I saw him step by step by step go through the snowfield. Or someone can say, well, he's got size nine shoes. There were size nine shoe prints consistent with his boots. When we found him, he had snow all over him. And earlier in the day, he said, I think I'm going to walk over across the field yeah. to over to the general right. store. Okay. Right. Sort of a circumstantial case. So it can be proven. Uh, you know, 
He didn't harm anybody, fortunately. That goes a long way. I'd like to know if there are bottles of alcoholic beverages in that vehicle, consumed or unconsumed. Were there anything else? Any other substances? Potential like drugs or something. The car will be searched, subject to impound for impounding. Uh, Things that are in plain view. Things that we find in similar cases, but not necessarily Mr. Sherman's are, you know, marijuana pipes, Mm -hmm. marijuana, pill bottles, Open containers of beverages. And I'm sure that would show up in the blood, too, right? In the blood test? More than likely. Yeah, so the, right. the possibility. And we have a blood test. Yeah. So can a DUI in this case be proven if, now again, let's reverse engineer. He comes back and he's a .03 alcohol with no other substances in his bloodstream. Well, Georgia's limit is .08. I don't know what Washington states is. Most states are .08 now. Uh, he's not going to have a DUI. Mm-hmm. Okay, He may have an impaired driving. A lot of states have lesser included charges. Okay, okay? so But it could just be a reckless driving, and mm-hmm. that might fit the bill. So what is Mr. Sherman going to do for his day in court? Well, first thing he's going to do is hire a good lawyer, and that lawyer is going to listen to him carefully. And that lawyer is going to talk to every witness that he can. Now, that lawyer is allowed to reach out and contact victims and witnesses. That's not precluded by okay. the order. But he's not. that lawyer is not allowed to hassle those people. No, of course. And if they say, I don't want to talk to you, you need to say, okay, thanks. You know, I reached out. What's the likelihood of them actually cooperating with his lawyer? Uh, I think it gets higher depending on Mr. Sherman's bank account. Ah. Okay. I mean, this is what happens. Listen, first of all, I would have thought it would have been lower. No, no. No, what I mean by that is uh, he's paying the bills. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the dynamics, unfortunately, of domestic violence cases. Uh, I'm not going to say that his spouse is a freeloader, Mm -hmm. but it's probably in everybody's economic benefit that Mr. Sherman not have a serious criminal record, do prison time and be able eligible for the next pro contract or endorsement deals mm-hmm. that he may be losing, mm-hmm. okay? So people are going to soften up. And maybe they just generally love each other. Let's, let's hold out that hope mm-hmm. and that they would like to repair the relationship and move on in life. So let's look at it that way. So I think what you want to do as far as counsel goes, I, first thing I'm doing is I'm trying to figure out what kind of counseling does he need. And he may need both for his personal progress but also for the case – he may need anger management counseling. He may need substance abuse counseling. He may meet, they may need marriage counseling, which can't be done while this order's in place, but we can say we're willing to do it, okay? We need a mea couple that doesn't mean a, a I'm guilty, but boy, I made some wrong choices that day. I let my temper get away from me. I really feel bad about it. I love my family. I wouldn't want to hurt anybody. And okay, that's, that's what he would say in court. That's well, we're yeah, we're starting to do that earlier than court. We want that on the six o'clock news. We want that in the prosecutor to see and hear so that. So he's probably posting it on social media. That way, it gets picked up by every news outlet. Absolutely. There we know? go. So we want to start to shape the case. But look, I always tell clients, I want you to go take this anger management class, and they'll say, No, I don't have that problem. I say, it's Time out. I'm not sending you to anger management for your problem. I'm sending you to anger management so you can learn how to deal with angry people. Right. Okay. Yeah. Ah, Just flip a little the kung flu, a little kung fu here. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna take that negative energy and we're gonna redirect it to our benefit to protect us. Mm-hmm. I don't say you have a substance abuse problem. I want you to go to the substance abuse classes so you can recognize that it doesn't happen in the future or recognize it in others that you care about. Right. Okay. I just got to get people to do. Absolutely. You know, a lot of what times, I, they need to yeah, because they're in denial. Yeah. A lot of people are in denial. Or it Especially didn't when they're, I would imagine. 
uh, especially when they're in a situation where their world is collapsing Absolutely. around them. I mean, look, th- this guy can lose millions of dollars. The NFL's attitude about domestic violence in the last few years is, hey, we don't need you. The Shield mm-hmm. doesn't need an 11-year player. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's nobody bigger than the league. Mm-hmm. When I say the Shield, the yeah, NFL, course, the Shield, NFL right? Shield, yeah. Uh, so that's problem number one. What about, I don't know what endorsements the gentleman has, Nike, Gatorade, Skittles, Skittles whatever it is. Well, you know, uh, do you want the domestic violence victims advocates marching in front of Nike tomorrow, you know, to get rid of Richard Sherman? They'll because, cut him in a heartbeat. Because that could and and likely would happen. Absolutely. I mean, we just saw something similar with the with the All-Star game, right? The, right. We, we had... Right. Uh, corporations put pressure on Major League Baseball to make a change. That's right. What, and, and it doesn't matter where you stand on the law and what you think about the law. All we can tell you is what actually happened. Right. So he's got to start planning for that, not just the defense, but how do we mitigate, meaning lessen what may happen. Uh, what do I think is going to happen? I think he will go to court, depending on his blood test on the DUI. And he will enter a type of a plea or a diversion program, which is an admittance that you need to be in the diversion. What does that Mm -hmm. mean? We're going to divert you out of the criminal justice system for a period of time where you can do counseling and treatment and a public service announcement. Mm -hmm. I may have, if I was his lawyer, I'd have that being filmed right now. Mm -hmm. I'd have it in my back pocket, both for DUI Mm -hmm. and for domestic violence. Okay. Ready to go. Hey, judge. As part of this deal, as part of this plea bargain, guess what we'd like to run? We're going to pay mm-hmm. to run it. We're going to put it on his Instagram account, the whole mm-hmm. thing. They're going to go to counseling. So this is, look, It's there were no weapons involved, although the clearly if you're driving drunk or intoxicated, the, the car, could, the car be could be a weapon, but not towards the, the family. What about the fact that he is a world-class athlete stronger than anybody else, Um could his hands and yes. body physically be a weapon? Oh, sure. There are. You don't. You don't have to have a brick to beat somebody's head. And if you right. are a a professional amateur to professional boxer, or uh, you know one of these, these guys that fight the cage matches, and you beat the heck out of me in a bar and kill me, your hands could be a weapon yeah. for sure. Your skill of hurting people, yeah. right? Um, you know, we just had a. We just talked about a case on the on the Friday morning show where a uh, rude, belligerent passenger on board an airplane tried to open up the emergency door mm-hmm. while the plane was, yeah. you know, at 12,000 feet or whatever. Insanity. Well, they, they the, the crew and some passengers got this lady down, and they duct-taped her to the seat. And there were some folks who said, well, that's not nice. I'm like, not nice. She's trying to open up the well, door. How nice would it have been if she actually got that that's door right. open? That's right. So, you, you know, they were allowed to use, I think, reasonable restraining devices and, and force and they did so you know but i think in the end uh if i'm managing mr sherman's case again we're going to see what can be proven and what can't be proven that's our job first we're going to minimize the charges we're going to start getting into some counseling and treatment and we're going to probably enter a plea and i'm going to do it because i've got a good client now i've got a very articulate intelligent man that if we do this right we can not only get him out of a whole lot of trouble but we can maybe turn it around to where he becomes an advocate, mm-hmm. an ally, a spokesperson mm-hmm. against the type of behavior that he kind of did. But, but he displayed. Let's fix it. But, so, but see, I think that's when people feel like that in that situation that this is all a sham just to get him out of trouble. 
You know what I mean? That, well, there's that, part when, of that. I mean, I know. I know you see the, the team of lawyers on the courthouse steps, and everybody's wearing $5,000 cufflinks and Rolex watches and all sure. that. But but you've got to do it earnestly, and he's got to have that come-to-Jesus moment, moment mm-hmm. and it's got to be sincere. Yeah. Uh, and if it is, you can pull it off. Mm-hmm. And you can do a good job legally. And look, there's a component of this of 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 the lawyer and everybody involved us, is there a way to get this family back together? Mm. Or maybe they shouldn't be back oh, together. Yeah, absolutely. But so that nothing like this or anything close ever happens again. So yeah. it can be done. Um, again, uh, well, everything I've heard about the guy and read about him and, and followed up, there's nothing prior. And, nah, you know, um, uh, a judge many years ago taught me that uh, every priest has a past and every sinner has a future. Amen to that. And And I think that that we should all in our hearts leave a little bit of room for people making a terrible mistake. Without a doubt. Having the worst day of their life. That's right. uh, You know, not to judge their entire life on that that bad day. Such a good point because we don't in the day and age we live in. There's no room for error. There's no room. It's immediate finger pointing. It's immediate. You're the worst ever. And and if you've done something good, you're the best ever. There's no middle ground where actual people are. Yeah, you can, I think you can, that's right. You can go. Uh, you can go your whole life doing nothing but good deeds, and something bad comes out of your mouth when you're tired or aggravated, or you give somebody the finger when you shouldn't. Yeah. Have, you know, something yeah. silly like that, and that now becomes apparently who you who are, you, who are. you have that always been, you. who you are, and who mm-hmm. you will be no matter yeah. what you do. Yeah. yeah. So we've got to kind of reverse that that's mindset. A good point. That's and, a good point, uh, right? And that's got to that's got to start in the law office, literally on the first meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to divide this up into a couple pieces. One is investigation, mm-hmm. mount our defenses if we have any. Secondly, let's start the backup plan. Let's start the backup plan. Let's not do this stuff before court. It's like the, the haircut before court. Right. Judge knows you just got a haircut. Right. And then, get and, it a few days before. Yeah, get it, get it. <laughs> but you know, I, I just took a case. If I can just yeah, transgress, it was a, yeah. a, a gentleman. Uh, who who had a gone to a terrible divorce, and this is no excuse, of course. He got two DUIs within 30 days of each other in Metro Atlanta, and he had a prior about 10 years ago. Well, that's a tough case, and both of the new DUIs had accidents. Now, he hit a pole in one case, and he ran up on a curb in the other case, so no one was hurt. His vehicle was damaged. All right, now, this happened two years ago. So in the last two years, he has spent a year and a half in a sober living home. He did 250 hours of community service. He did the DUI school. He did the Mothers Against Drunk Drivers class. Um, I'm trying to think what else he did. He did everything, everything I could have asked him to do yeah. before, he was willing. before we went to court. Mm-hmm. And I made sure that the judge knew that we didn't get all this done last week. Mm-hmm. We started this judge. Literally, he was in the sober living environment, which is a halfway house three days after the second case, after he got bonded out. And he'd been there for a year and a half. And in fact, he is now a mentor. You know, uh, he's one of the folks that you knew the newbies go to. Yeah. Say, listen, man, I'm going to help I've you. I've been there. I'm going to walk with you. And, and by the way, he had a stack of AA chips, three inches tall. And for those of us that have been in, in the business for 35 plus years, AA does the job. If you've got the thirty-five dollars or $40,000 to go to a month to the Betty Ford Clinic or all these fancy places, that's fine. But otherwise, go to an AA session and see that the folks in the AA session, session are not the derelicts that you think, you know, the, the guy drinking people. rot gut gin and, and, you know, a bum that's never worked. Nope. It's, it's your neighbor. Folks. It's regular yeah. folks. Uh, alcoholism is a disease. It is a disease. 
it can be fought. It can be defeated. Uh, and you don't have to do it. It's kind of, it's a, I'm not saying it's not voluntary. It is. You've got to take the bottle and bring it up to your lips, right. okay? Yeah. The but, issue is how do you stop? But how do you stop? And, 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 and I agree with you I, because that I know that gets debated a lot. Yes. And and I feel like that that it, it's it, like everything else in life, right? It's right there in the middle, man. You, you know, everybody, the, people debate that until they or somebody in their family has that issue. Has that issue or a hydrocodone. Or, all, and then all of, a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden it's it, a disease. It makes it real. Well, it just <laughs> yeah. makes it real. Yeah. And so so until you walked in that other man's shoes, be, go go lightly, okay? No because, question about it. Uh, I've seen it. And yeah. I've doing this a long time. So anyway, to get back to the, my story, so we went, to, we went to court. We had our day in court. And we put up our presentation. And a very good judge heard us out. And she realized that this gentleman had most likely turned his life around. Or at now, least was in, attempting to. And he didn't have to be forced by the court. Now, did he did he partially do it out of motivation of me telling him he's going to do a year and a half in jail sure. if he doesn't get his sure. acting gear? Yeah, probably. But, but, but look, he finished the drill. What, but that's what the criminal justice system is, right? Is a deterrent in and of itself. There's deterrence and then there's rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. And the issue becomes, has he been rehabilitated? And the judge... Now, look, we've got a lengthy period of probation. We've got other things we have to do. We've got ankle monitoring. Yeah, it's not like they just testing. let him off no, 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 yeah. no. But he didn't, he's not spending the next year in the jail. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I would do if Mr. Sherman was willing to approach the case that way. And if he's not guilty of anything, then, well, okay, so you took some classes and you did some community service. It didn't hurt you. Yeah, you right. It would probably improve right. prove you in some way or other, even if you just learned a little something. Right. All right, uh, changing gears, vaccines. I know that's been a big topic. Um, I, I, I talk to people about it all the time. My wife is vaccine, uh, vaccinated fully. My, I'm vaccinated fully. My son's vaccinated fully. I am okay with you doing whatever it is that you want to do. As an American, I'm fine with that. If you were to ask me, I would say, you know what? Go get the vaccine. I do the same thing with the flu shot. I get that every year. My wife does not. I don't, I'm not on her back about it. However, when it comes to private business, it's different. When it comes to a university like Indiana, it's different. Indiana is requiring students that are coming on campus to be vaccinated. There was a lawsuit suing on behalf of the students saying it violated their rights and that lawsuit was rejected and now if you go on campus you're going to have to be vaccinated there's some parts of this case that are very powerful and indicate where we're going on this first of all this is a public university indiana university not a private institution and i would argue that the private institution has much more ability to control and restrict or force folks to do people. We're private. Mm-hmm. Unless you're getting enough federal funds that there's some quasi, you know, the, the State Department has got mm-hmm. you sending you money or you're doing CDC research where they can, the feds can kind of guide you a little bit. Give you guidelines. But, but, yeah. but, a, but private universities and private schooling are going to have the ability to say, you can't work for us without a vaccine and you can't come here and study without one. They're going to have mm-hmm. the absolute right. So this case challenges a public university, okay, which is got less ability to just say no, okay? It's, it's public funds. I'm a taxpayer. Shouldn't I have some input into this? So a bunch of students got together with an attorney, Mr. Bopp, who is a uh, – this is sort of what he does. He challenges federal laws on a regular basis. And they basically said, no, you're, you're inhibiting our freedom to do what we want with our bodies. Uh, we're not getting due process. And we want to come on campus – 
without a vaccine. It's experimental. It's it's not been approved. And I think we talked about this in a couple of shows ago. If, if the FDA and the, would take the, that, would that ju- label off or not or not, you know, yeah. or say it's not good enough to be permanently, you know, we're in this no man's land. Right. And, and I'm not going to say folks are right or wrong about it, but that is become a logical response to say, hey, why are you experimenting on me? Come back, come back, swing around when you got it fully approved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh shoot yeah. <laughs> it's not the worst argument yeah. in the world i'm yeah. saying i agree with you but yeah, at least yeah. it has a foundation and logic right absolutely all right so so the united states federal district court judge said nope it's not going to happen the university for public safety for public health for the general population of the forty thousand students at indiana university and probably five thousand employees at any given time has a right during a, a worldwide pandemic to say there's a safe, effective vaccine, and we're going to make you take it to come on campus. And we're going to give you the opportunity to still be enrolled, a matriculated student, and you can just sit at home without your vaccine and zoom in, and you'll get the same diploma. Right. You just won't have the same yeah. experience. So you have an option. You have the option. Uh, and a federal court judge is quite powerful in his or her writing. Uh, the students have options. They can apply for a religious exemption, medical exemption, medical deferral taking this semester off, go to another university or or take your classes at home. And just like a lot of people are working from home too. And sure. you'll get the same, maybe you won't have the same college experience, but you know, you're going to get the education that you right. sought. And a lot right. of folks are saying, well, that's not what I'm paying $45,000 a year for. Well, I want to choose a different online school. That's right. You that's got, right. I mean, it's much cheaper. Nobody's forcing you yeah. to go to Indiana university, which that is a fine sense. institution. Yeah, sure it is. Uh, so you can have the pleasure of walking across the, I've the quad and throwing a Frisbee. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not really what college is about right. anyway. I mean, sort of a, a romantic version of what college students do, right. And drink beer and go to football games on Saturday. Yeah. So, so I think, I think now if you combine this judge's ruling, with the judge's ruling that we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, uh, another federal judge in Texas dismissing a case brought by 117 workers at Houston Methodist Hospital, which was a private hospital system, a corporation, mm-hmm. okay, not the state of Houston, of state of, the state state of, of Texas, Texas uh, Houston's pretty big, but it's not quite a country yet, uh, who also challenged the hospital system saying, if you're going to be a healthcare worker here, you're going to get a vaccine. And they lost that case, too. So I think while these are not binding, because these are low, when I say low level, these are trial level federal judges. There are two levels of federal courts above these judges. The Federal Court of Appeals, which there are 13 circuits throughout the country. Think of the original 13 colonies, sort Mm -hmm. of spread out that way. And then, of course, there's the United States Supreme Court. Might these cases one day make it to the Supreme Court? It's possible. It would take several years. And we're going to be past all this anyway, I most th- likely. I, I think most likely, although there are some days when you read the news. Yeah, that, well, you know, yeah. But, but I, think, I think there's going to be a unanimity of decisions by federal court judges and state court judges that's going to, that's going to change from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. So let's talk about the state of Florida. So – State of Florida, one way that they make a lot of money is tourism. You know, Disney World, Universal, SeaWorld, all those great, great yeah, places, right? Yeah, but also going to cruise sit to the mouse ships, house. cruise ships out of the Port of Miami, exactly out of Port right. of Jacksonville. I'm not sure if it's Tampa or not. Uh, Fort Everglades. Fort or Ever- no, uh, uh, it's right there at Fort Lauderdale. Uh, 
Ah, what is the name of it? I know exactly. Okay. Anyway, it's right there at Fort Lauderdale. Well, you can see huge, it from the airport, essentially. It's a huge industry. I yeah. mean, these ships have two, 3,000 people on them. The, the ship owners, Carnival, a couple others are saying, we're going broke. Now, they got PPP money, so yeah, they're staying afloat. No pun intended, just like our airlines, because mm-hmm. we need them. Right. We need the airlines. They want to say, but we want to have a pure vaccination crowd. You can't come on the boat. You can't go on the three-day cruise uh, like with Gillingan and Marianne and, and Ginger without showing your vaccination proof. And the state of Florida is saying, no, no, we're not going to let you do that. We're going to fine you financial fines, thousands of dollars a day if you try to enforce that regulation. And the business are saying, wait, we're a private company. Entity. This is what this we want to do. This is government overreach. is what it sounds like to me. I agree. And we'll discuss how this will likely turn out when we continue next on Your Day in Court with Bruce Hagan and Ray Judice here on Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. This is your day in court with Bruce Hagan and Ray Judice on Extra 106.3. Welcome back. Final segment of your day in court with Bruce Hagan and Ray Judice. Bruce on vacation. Ray is uh, shouldering the load. We were just talking about cruise ships in Florida. Some of the cruise ship lines and the businesses that they operate would like to have a fully vaccinated group of people come on board the ship to take a cruise. The state of Florida and their governor, uh, Governor DeSantis, has said the state of Florida will fine you if you try to do that. Ray, I don't know that I get, and I like Governor DeSantis a lot. I think he's made some really good choices. He opened up the state early. I think he's done well. At the same time, this seems like a little bit of a government overreach and I'm not sure why he's doing well, it. Well, let's put, put this issue in the context of the two federal court cases we just spoke about. Okay. So what's going to happen next? Carnival Cruise and the other cruise lines are going to go to court, and they're going to say, we are a private entity. This is what we want. We might want to require everybody to wear sunscreen. We might want to have everybody have a certain diet. We're going to say, no, only kosher food. You, the state of Florida, are not entitled to tell us what to do, and something that we clearly feel is in the best interest of the population on the boat as guests, employees, staffing. Probably a third of the folks on these big cruise ships are employees and staff, and they're going to come into contact. Could that be a workers' comp case, I mean, down the road? What if we're out to sea and a third of the 
the folks on the boat come down sick. What do we? We don't have that. I mean, it's just they have. I'm sure I've never been on a cruise ship. I would assume they've got. Twice. I would assume they've got some reasonable medical things there. But yeah. but there's been cruise ships that have had Legionnaires' disease. Of course. And they've had to come back quick or airlift people off of there to get them to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So here's the cruise line industry saying the only way that we can really get up and running is to guarantee our customers and our staff that we're a hundred percent safe. Okay. And, and the state of Florida is saying, no, we're not going to let you do that. So what do I think, based upon these two federal court cases we've talked about? I think the cruise ships are going to win. Let's say, just for argument's sake, let's say they don't win. And then they go out to sea. Someone does contract it. They get sued. That's why they're saying this. They're saying, listen, you, you're, put, you're setting us up for failure. Right. Not just the failure of getting sued, but the failure of our customers, our clients, getting sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, look. Don't restaurants have to have a 98% health score or, you know, you know, know what, what, whatever love the grade to, is, yeah. But there's a certain number that below which the state can close the restaurant, right? For, mm. They go in there and the food's not being kept at the proper temperature. I mean, you, you can't have it both ways. Right. You can't enforce health rules. And then punish folks, corporations, and businesses for not adhering to them. We'll talk about mom and pops and yeah, small businesses. in just a moment. And then at the same time, when they're trying to raise a health standard, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> then say, you yeah. can't do that or we're going to punish you. So it's right. very inconsistent. Are there politics involved? There's absolutely of politics There's involved. There's been co- politics involved in, since the beginning of the whole pandemic. And there's politics on both sides, the right and the left, about COVID and how it's being handled now. So hot off the wire. Yeah. Ray just showed me his phone, and in the midst of us talking about this, the story comes down. Yeah. A a brand new decision by the appeals court that sides with the CDC and Norwegian Cruise Line over Governor DeSantis' rules on vaccinations. The federal court appeals court ruled Saturday night. Two to one, the 11th Circuit, a judge says that uh, by extension, they're entitled to enforce their requirement that all passengers be vaccinated against COVID-19 once it restarts its Florida cruises August the 15th. So literally, as we're talking, the federal courts across the country are siding with mandatory vaccinations if you want to come on my property, if you want to use my services, if you want to work for me. And that, that sort of segues to what we were going to talk about is... What about the small family businesses? Yeah, the moms and pops. You know, uh, first of all, for for a lot of federal rules like uh, age, race, discrimination, things like that, if you're less than 15 full-time employees, you fall outside of a lot of federal regulations that are designed for bigger businesses. What about mom and pop that want all of their employees to be vaccinated? Okay, let's say uh, they have a child who has asthma or has premorbidity at home. Yeah, that's right. what but the case is in my house. My son has asthma. That's the reason we got, he was actually allowed to get the, the vaccine early. I got it early because my mom's in a nursing home mm-hmm. and I'm the sole caretaker. And right. I was able to get the, the uh, Pfizer vaccine early in the game and two doses. What about those folks that are trying to protect their family, keep their business running, and, you know, service their customers. It may be a vital service that they have. It's not, not everybody's just selling junk. Yeah, Some sure. people really sell important yeah. products that people need, okay? Uh, and so there's going to be a balancing test. In the end, I don't think the folks that think there's going to be a lot of lawsuits against small employers who prohibit or enforce and require their employees to get vaccinated. I think they're wrong. I don't think there's going to, there may be some cases. There's going to be a lot of losers. And and we've just talked about three of them today that were 
probably brought forth by very fancy lawyers that still lost. Let me ask you about contracted employees. Mm -hmm. And and is that a different scenario altogether? Does that change the dynamic? I'm going to tell you, I think that may be the one area of the law or protected class. Okay, so four years ago, I signed a five-year exclusive contract to work at your business doing whatever. Yeah. There was nothing in there about me needing a COVID-19 vaccine. Mm-hmm. So the facts on the ground changed. Can the employer now void the contract or make the rest of the contract for being being an addendum, condi- if you will? Yeah, and being conditioned on. Okay, but you got to get the shot if you want to get paid for the next year. I don't know about that. I mean, I think I think professional sports is dealing with that. Think about it. The Major League Baseball's goal is to have 85% of their athletes vaccinated. Well, how come the other 15% can get away cannot right. do it under because what? There's a contract. Mm-hmm. There's a players association yeah. agreement. Now, we say that and you know, okay, Folks, I'm from New York. I'm a Yankee fan. Okay, I love the Braves. How many? Mm-hmm. We've been to a lot oh of Braves gosh. games Dozens. together, brother. And I, I, I cheer them on. But I'm a pinstripe guy. Mm-hmm. And we just had six New York Yankees who say they were vaccinated. I don't know. Can't say they were. Can't sure. say they weren't. Because yeah, no we're know. going on the honor system as well. We don't have a a real database or mm-hmm. a vaccine passport. We're going on these little piece of cards that anybody can Photoshop or sure. shoot and make up in their, in their basement. So I think there's going to be exceptions. I think there's going to be some contractual protections. I also think there's some employers that are just going to say, yeah, go ahead and sue me. Go ahead. Yeah. I've got to protect my, my family, my business, my other clients. And if I got to pay you, maybe I will, maybe I won't. But I think I think you're going to see some of that. Some people just contractually. On. Just like on the down. other side. Yeah. People are going to say, you know what? I'm not going to work for you because I don't. I don't agree with your mandatory vaccine rule. I'm going to take my skills and my talents down the road. And and I'm, that's a deal breaker. My contract is going to be broken because of I'm that. Walking, right? Right. I'm walking. And you no. want to sue me? Go ahead. Yeah. If you're looking for help in the legal lane, I'll let you know that uh, personal injury, reach out to Bruce Hagan. Uh, you get the initial consultation free. 404-224-9432 is the number. The People's Lawyer, that's Bruce Hagan, always fighting for the most vulnerable in Atlanta's busy roads, especially if you're a bicyclist and you run into an injury that way, Bruce will definitely help you because he's a cyclist as well. So uh, reach out to him. You can also find him on the web at hagan-law.com. Tell us how to find you. Right. Ray Judice, G-I-U-D as in David, I-C-E. I'm on the web. Got a great lawsuit, rayjudicelaw.com. Got a lot of video on there of me. Getting yelled at by Nancy Grace on the old Nancy Grace Court TV show and some other things I've done for some local media, WXIA and CBS Atlanta. Uh, additionally, you know, if you need me, call me, even if it's not about my area of expertise well, or, or hopefully competence, which is criminal defense, trial work. Uh, you need a divorce lawyer. You need, uh, you know, contract review. Give me a call. I'll run through some of the basic facts with you. Maybe we can solve it just in talking about it or put your your concerns at ease. And if you need somebody that specializes in that area of law, I'm going to send you to that he or she because I know who the good ones are. Hey, you got a good personal injury case? Call me. I'll I'll get you over to Bruce. There they you do go. a great job over there. You're exactly right. This is your day in court on Extra 1063. Have a great weekend. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 